More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, going to pieces. Feeling stressed or burned out? Not sure how to get a break? Let us help you discover the path to a more peaceful life. 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, Going to Pieces, we're talking about those things that you're facing in your life or relationships that are causing you to feel stressed out or burned out. Whatever the situation is, if you're looking for some solutions or need to catch a break, we want to help you discover the path to a more peaceful life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. And tell us what are those things that are stressing you out in your life or relationships. Of course, you can also, if you are tuning into the podcast, send us your questions via email. And that address is questions at more2liferadio.com. Again, that's questions at more2liferadio.com with the number two. But we love hearing your voice at 877-573-7825. And, you know, when, when we use this phrase, going to pieces, I often think of, you know, like a broken dish or a broken vase just in bits and pieces all over the floor. Yeah, I used to say when I was very young and and not quite as, you know, in control of my feelings, ha ha ha, as I used to be, or as I am now. You know, I I knew people who would say, oh, I just got so fed up, I just smashed my dishes in the middle of doing my (laughs) dishes. I I had a good friend who just called me and said, I don't know what I just did, but I was so frustrated. I was in the middle of doing the dishes, I just picked up the dishes, I threw them on the floor, and now they're in pieces all over the floor. And I think of that feeling, the after feeling of that, of having to figure out how to sweep that all up put it back together or figure out how to replace those things, not step on the shards of glass and hurt ourselves. Being in pieces is complicated, isn't it? It's difficult and anything can put us there. It can be something that's going on in the moment. It can be something that reminds us of some kind of struggle we've gone through in the past. And so as soon as it starts to you know, approach us in some way again. We feel like we're, we're seeing those, at least those splits and pieces that, that could be happening if we don't take care of ourselves and do something differently. Life is challenging. There's no two ways about it. So if you're feeling like maybe you're approaching that level of stress and you don't want to be going to pieces or you want to help somebody who looks like they're heading in that direction who's in your life or you've gone, gone through something, 
or, or presently going through it. And you're like, I don't know how to keep it together. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the next steps are to take. I don't know how to tap into God's grace. I don't know how to feel his peace. Well, then we are here for you today on More to Life. Let's talk about how to tap into God's grace. So whatever you're going through, if a challenge in your life or your relationships is stressing you out, if you're feeling burned out from having to deal with a particular di- particularly difficult person, a persistent frustration, maybe you just feel stressed in general. Either way, it really can be hard to know what the next steps are you should take. And it's individual for everybody according to their circumstances. So let us help you discover the grace-filled solutions you're searching for. Give us a call today on More to Life at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. And we are talking about stress on our show today, titled Going to Pieces. And we all face stressful things from time to time. The good news is... Between the gifts God has given us, the support that God has placed in our lives with the people that surround us, and the grace that God gives us, we can be more than overcomers. But sometimes it takes some new skills, some new insights, and a little bit of, you know, help. So we're here to give you that help today on More to Life at 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And if you're not aware of what that is, uh, when St. John Paul was the Pope, he gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years that showed us how we can discern God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships by prayerfully contemplating his design and creation. And psychology tells us that, broadly speaking, stress is just the body's response to change or a challenge. Some changes and challenges are actually good, like a wedding that you're planning or a promotion that you get. Some are bad, like a breakup or a job loss or illness. Likewise, our responses to a particular change or challenge can be good or bad. Added together, the nature of the change and the way we respond to it determine how much stress we feel in a given situation. The theology of the body gives us insights into the most effective ways we can respond to the challenges so that we can minimize the effect of stress and its effects on us. Specifically, St. John Paul reminds us that in any moment, we can either adopt a reactive or a receptive posture to all the things that life throws at us. Well, that's right. And if we react to those changes or challenges, we tend to be more impulsive, less aware of God's presence, less open to the grace he gives us in the moment. You know, our reactions cause us to choose short-term relief over longer-term opportunities to experience grace and growth and make changes. By contrast, when we adopt a more receptive posture uh, to the changes and challenges we face, we're more prayerful and thoughtful about the best responses we can make. We make a point of bringing the situation to God, seeking his counsel, opening our hearts to his grace, and reflecting on how we could respond to the change or challenge in front of us in a way that would be pleasing to God, that would work for the ultimate good of everybody involved, including ourselves, 
and enable us to use that situation as an opportunity to to grow and become more of the whole, healed, godly, grace-filled person that the Lord sees when he looks at us. You know, the more we can adopt this receptive posture to the changes and challenges we face throughout the day, the less stressed we are, even when times are hard. So if that sounds good in theory, but you're not sure how to apply it in that particular challenge you're facing in your life or relationships, you know, those challenges that are stressing you out and making you feel like you're going to pieces, give us a call. We're here for you. We'll help you put it all back together again at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord. And we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the the Father, Father, Son, Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come into your presence and we bring to you those situations in our life, in our relationships that are stressing us out. Those problems that aren't easily resolved, those unexpected, unpleasant surprises that come our way. those, Those difficulties that we need to address, but maybe aren't sure what to do. And we ask you, Lord to first give us your peace, the peace that this world can't give, the peace beyond all understanding, so that we can be receptive in the face of that stressor to the grace that you're giving us, to the counsel of your Holy Spirit, to the support of the people that you've placed in our lives. Help us to identify each next step and hold our hands while we do it so that you can walk us step by step through those challenges. Enable us, Lord, to glorify you and build your kingdom even in the face of the difficulties we encounter, so that as we respond to those challenges gracefully, you help us become everything you created us to be. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and in the name of the the Father, Father, the the Son, Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, the show is titled Going to Pieces, as we talk about those problems in our life or relationships that, that kind of stress us out make us scratch our heads at least uh, or worse and and just trying to figure out what do I do you know what's the next thing that I can do to to try to get a handle on this situation with this person in my life let's talk about how to adopt that receptive posture that we were just talking about so that we can hear God's voice more clearly and discern the steps he wants us to take to find the solutions we're seeking give us a call the number is 877-573 7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord, and then we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the Father, Father the Son, Son. and we, the like, Holy Spirit. We just Spirit. did that. I'm sorry. We just we prayed. We did. Father, there's never <laughs> enough. Lord, it's continue a... to pray for us. <laughs> Silly us. All righty. Silly us. With we a... can never get enough. The Holy Spirit's just saying, you know, Keep bring praying. me in. Keep bring praying. me in. Yeah, that... <laughs> Either we have a stroke. One of the- <laughs> That's it. Collectively. Collectively. All righty. Let's go to the phones. Let's that? go to the phones. And if you'd like to join us, give us a call on More to Life today at 877-573-7825. Let's go now to Cindy, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Wyoming on Real Presence Radio. Hi, Cindy. Welcome to More to Life. Good morning. Good morning. What can we do for you today, Cindy? Well, I need to talk about a, a friend, a situation with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been my friend for, I just figured it out, 38 years. And uh, she travels a lot, spends a lot of money, and talks about nothing except what she's 
spending and reprimands me for not taking all these lavish trips. And it's constant. When you say she reprimands you, what does that sound like? What does she say to you? Well, I walked into the house, walked into her house yesterday and she hands me a trip brochure and then proceeds to say, you know, you haven't even taken your honeymoon yet. I'm up. I don't know. I won't go into that side of it, but hands me a brochure and then says, you know, before you married him, he traveled all the time. You haven't even taken your honeymoon yet. And this is constant. And And what's your response to her, Cindy? I say I'm happy. We're happy as we are. But it just, every conversation... It's about how much money they're spending. And you try to maintain a friendship, and you try not to be critical, and I have not argued with her, but it's getting to the point where I don't want to be around her. Have you ever told her how you feel? I did in a roundabout way. I told her about another Mm. situation where um, this guy interrupted a birthday party to come and show off some art that he'd purchased. And uh, just... Yeah, I don't think I would get that if I if I yeah I did. Yeah, no, that's can't, that's can't. too far afield from yeah. from the actual. You're saying a relationship of well over thirty years. You have enough emotional capital in this relationship to be able to just talk to her. Yeah, so Cynthia, I think I, I want you to. I actually want you to write out a response and let's because I, I and I want you to mentally rehearse it because I can tell that that you're you know you're very emotional about this and you know there, I think that you're probably concerned that if you said something that would blow up or whatever and I. You know, people don't often realize how they're coming across, and I think that you know, even if your friend's um, style of presenting this is uh, is not great, you know, the fact that she's kind of asking about the honeymoon or whatever, I, I think she's trying to say, you know, she's concerned about you. And you know, again, I, I don't know that for sure, and I'm sure that the way she's presenting that concern is not particularly supportive. Uh, at least, it doesn't feel that way to you. But but I think we owe it to friends, especially friends of you know, lifelong friends like the one you have here. I think it's important to be direct with them. And to be honest and to say, you know, I, I'm sure that you mean well. I'm sure you're just, you know, you want me to have fun. You want me to enjoy my life. And I really do appreciate that. Um, but it, it really hurts my feelings when you either kind of criticize me for, for not traveling or, or or just sort of rub all that in my face. I, I'm happy to hear about your adventures. I'm happy to hear about the things that you've done. But, you know, my, my husband and I are happy, as we are, and we're really enjoying our lives. And yeah. and it, it kind of makes me feel like you don't approve of me when you say those kinds of things. Is that what you mean to make me feel? So so did you hear what I did? So you, you start by saying, hey, I'm sure you don't mean this. This is what I think you're trying to do. Right? Then you say, but this is how it's making me feel. And then you ask a clarifying question at the end. Is that what you're trying to communicate to me? Right. So I, I appreciate that you're trying to make sure that I'm enjoying my life. The way you're doing that is making me feel X, Y, or Z. Um, is that what you're meaning to do? Or is that what you're meaning to communicate to me? And just be direct with her. Give her the chance to, to you know, just hold up that mirror and give her the chance to be the friend that, that she's been to you for over 30 years uh, and, and be clear. You know, as, as Christians, we, we, we owe that to people. Oh, yes. Um, and it's just, just as friends. You know, when we... When we hold our friends at arm's length to try to save face or we think that if we have a real heart-to-heart conversation that it's going to destroy the relationship, when done the way that Greg is is describing, 
it often draws us closer. You know, we walk around trying to, even friends of that long, we still try to impress each other or, or try to come off a certain way. And that's just not serving your friendship at all. And whether you are just in a different place financially or you and your husband are just making different choices. I mean, honestly, if I lived in Wyoming, I'd never travel. Um, it's just too beautiful to leave. But you, you have your own choices to make realizing and as you say this at the you know at the beginning of your conversation with her that she's probably just trying to make sure you have a happy life i think if you have this conversation you'll both end up in a much better place but as greg said write it down first because you don't want to come from a place of emotion or defensiveness you really want to be able to think through this and just kind of basically memorize it enough to be able to say it in a calm way when you talk to her don't hand her the letter that's too formal but get your thoughts down in a real way. Cindy, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate your question, and I hope that the suggestions will enable you to uh, take those next steps to be a little more direct and honest and charitable with your friend. All right, we are taking your calls, listeners, at 877-573-7825. The show is titled Going to Pieces. As we talk about those challenges we face in our life or relationships that stress us out, shake us up, and otherwise make us feel, well, a little bit like we might be going to pieces. If you're not sure how to put that solution together that you're looking for and identify those next steps toward the answer that you want for those challenges, let us help you adopt that receptive spirit that we were talking about just a few minutes ago and hear more clearly what God's asking you to do, uh, gather the support that you need, get the new insights or the skills that you're looking for, and let's find those solutions. 877 573 7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. When we come back, in addition to taking your calls, we'll be joined by Father Thomas Loya. He'll be sharing some insights from the theology of the body on how we can hold on to that receptivity in the face of stress. Stick around for that and a whole lot more when More to Life continues after the break. Communities in Southern California gather to celebrate the beauty and dignity of every human life. EWTN takes you to San Francisco for live coverage of the Walk for Life West Coast, Saturday, January 20th at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Then, don't miss inspiring speakers and music during One Life LA at 5 p.m. Eastern. The pro-life festivities begin Saturday, January 20th at 2.30 p.m. Eastern on EWTN TV and radio. CMF Curo is a Catholic health care ministry providing families nationwide with a better solution centered around whole health, spirit, mind, and body. Our members share their medical burdens within a faith-filled community. At CMF Curo, our members have access to a spiritual director, concierge services, and other health and spiritual resources. Find out if CMF Curo is a better solution for your family. Visit MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. 
This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. And I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today on More to Life, the show is titled Going to Pieces as we talk about being stressed or burned out. Not sure how to find those answers you're looking for? Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Joining us right now, Father Thomas Loya. He is a pastor, a counselor, and an expert on the theology of the body. He's the founder of the Tabor Life Institute. Father Loya, welcome to More to Life. Thank you. Great to be here. I'm looking for global warming. <laughs> it's cold, yeah? Some kind of decent warning, yeah. Warming. We could use a little bit of warmth here. So you know, today we're talking about, and I know you heard us uh, talking earlier about the idea of being receptive in the face of our stressful situations rather than reactive. And you wanted to share some insights uh, from your experience and your knowledge of the theology of the body on, on how we can cultivate that receptive spirit even in the face of stressful situations. Yeah, there's a really good uh, good technique from the theology of the body it's always in that one word gift it's very very potent word what i recommend what i do for myself too is i kind of rehearse uh in quiet times in prayer otherwise uh, uh, like these i call it the cognitive patterns in other words i rehearse in my mind how to how to self-talk so if i'm going to meet a challenge or or there's some kind of stress you know stressor on me a person event whatever i'll say to myself okay tom usually you get defensive. Our first reaction is to be defensive or being attacked somehow. And I say, okay, drop the defense. Drop the defense. Now put your arms down, you know, mentally, psychologically. Take a deep breath. Just be focused on the event or the person, whatever's coming at you. You know, and you'll be receptive in that way. And this will take, uh, the nice thing about this is it, you employ the virtue of humility, which is a virtue really of receptivity of how to receive. And I find that when you do that, the other person if it's a person you're dealing with, will oftentimes pick that up, and they'll kind of soften up a little bit, too. You know, they're not going to, like, maybe uh, come at you as hard or whatever. They'll kind of be a little bit more. I know they kind of sense that. So anyway, uh, be focused on them. Be focused. Just kind of divest yourself of yourself in that moment. Then reach into that gift, the algebra body, the principle of gifts. Ask yourself, how might this challenge that I don't like or want is um, possible to be turned into gift? How is the person I'm dealing with a gift? Or how can I become a gift of myself in this situation? And also, therefore, what might God be trying to do for me and with me through this challenge? And then finally, you tell yourself that I'm trying to, if I'm trying to do the right thing, if I'm trying to respond in the right way, have faith that God will bless that. You know, so oftentimes we, we, we get a stressor and we feel abandoned, like we're on our own. And we wonder where God is if he, you know, leaves or jumps out the window. But think to yourself, what is the best response to these little tips? And know and be confident that God will bless that. And uh, those are three things that I, I find to be very helpful. 
No, and I think those are really important insights. And I want to I want to specifically focus on the last thing. You know, that, that when we get stressed out and we think that God's abandoned us, uh, it's important to remember that that God is still right there. But but sometimes the stress uh, inside of us blocks out our ability to hear His voice. The, our own self talk and our own nervousness gets so loud. It's hard to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, and we think, oh my gosh, God is gone, he's abandoned me, he's left me to this. And if we could do what you were suggesting, I think that allows us to just create that quiet space where our spiritual antenna, if you will, can tune in uh, to what the, to the message the Holy Spirit is trying to send us. I mean, what, what do you think about that, that idea? Well, you know, Dr. Gregory, whenever I do that on counseling, I'm amazed that you can see it in the body language. The, the person just changes completely, because it's like, I never thought of that. I didn't realize I was doing that. It's like, yeah, yeah, God is still with me. And the, they become different. They become more confident that, that, that the stress level uh, eases out of them. They, they literally become a different person. You can see it in their body language, much more confident. Mm-hmm. So, it, and it's a thing that we often, we, we so often do. We forget. And God, <laughs> we act like God just abandoned us. We're on our own. It's just the stressor becomes like the false God. That's really what happens. Yeah. I, I tell people, don't create a false God. The real God is still with you. Amen. Such important words, Father Loya. Say it one more time. That last sentence. Let's let everybody hear that again. <laughs> okay. That God is still with you. Uh, don't don't create a false god. The real God is yeah. still with you, especially in the stress. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father Loya. Always a pleasure. And if folks would like to learn more about your good work, I encourage them to go to taborlife.org. That's T-A-B-O-R, like the mountain. Taborlife.org. Well, thank you, Father Loya. We really appreciate you being with us today. Thank you. And listeners, we're taking your calls at 877-573-7825. You know, Father Loya makes a really important point that a lot of times we think that God is present when things are going well, and he's absent when things are going poorly. And it can really feel that way, and the desolations from Satan make it sound so much more real. And I, and I felt that thousands of times in the course of my life. But, but I realize it's, it's a lie. And what I really need to know is that, that God is with me at all times, and if I'm facing a, a bad situation, a stressful situation, God is asking me to bring it to him so that he can hold my hand and teach me how to respond to it. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with saying, Lord, please deliver me from this. But while I'm waiting for that deliverance, it's, all, it's even more important to say, God, teach me how to respond to this while it's here. Show me the next step. And that's the piece we always forget. And that's the piece that allows us to be receptive, even in the face of stressful situations. Is a challenge you're facing in your life or relationships stressing you out? Are you feeling burned out from having to deal with a particular person that's really irritating you and frustrating you? Uh, Or a persistent frustration that you're having to contend with? Or maybe you just feel stressed out in general and you're trying to figure out, what is God asking me to do in the face of this stress? Well, it can be hard to know what those steps are to take. Let us give you some new insights and skills to help you discover the grace-filled solutions you're searching for. The number, 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. We'll be back with your questions coming up right after the break. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. That idea of suffering is one of the reasons many people either turn away from God or they ignore faith altogether because they cannot comprehend or wrap their heads around suffering and all the suffering in the world. This is an issue for you, and it's, it's an issue for all of us from time to time when we go through rough situations, to say, Lord, what do you want me to learn about suffering? 
Ask the Lord to help you understand the meaning of suffering. God doesn't waste his time with anything. Whatever you go through, he will use if you allow him to use it. And you look at the greatest evil, right? The killing of God, Jesus, the Son of God on the cross. And what came out of that? Our salvation. Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. When we speak in the Catholic Church about the communion of the sacraments, what do we mean? According to the Catholic Catechism, the fruit of all the sacraments belongs to all the faithful. The sacraments are the sacred links uniting the faithful to one another and binding them to Jesus Christ and, above all, baptism, the gate by which we enter into the Church. The name communion can be applied to all the sacraments, for they unite us to God, but most especially to the Eucharist, as it is primarily the Eucharist that brings this communion about. In the communion of charisms, the Holy Spirit distributes special and diverse graces among the faithful of every rank in order to build up the church. The phrase, they had everything in common, means that everything a true Christian has is to be regarded as a good possessed in common with everyone else. Thus, a Christian should be eager to share whenever, wherever, with whomever has a need. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Did you know that up to 20% of Americans suffer from serious levels of anxiety? We all feel anxious from time to time, but when anxiety starts harming our health, relationships, or everyday activities, it's probably time to seek some advice. The good news is that anxiety wasn't part of God's blueprint for the human person. It's just one of many symptoms of a world broken by sin. And just as God wants to liberate each of us from sin and death, He wants to free each of us from unhealthy worry and anxiety too. St. Francis de Sales, for example, battled anxiety as a young man. Later in life, he wrote that, quote, anxiety is the greatest evil that can befall a soul except sin, unquote. But with God's help, he overcame his anxiety and went on to become one of the church's greatest spiritual teachers. Even though anxiety disorders have complex physical, psychological, and spiritual causes, God literally created us with the capacity to live in his peace, not just in the next life, but right now. To learn more about God's promise of peace, check out my book, Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety. And if you'd like more grace-filled assistance in your battle against fear, worry, or anxiety, visit catholiccounselors.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Going to Pieces. We're talking about the way stress affects us and shakes us up and sometimes makes us feel a little like life has fallen apart, either for big reasons or small reasons. The reality is feeling stressed and burned out and overwhelmed is no fun. If you're not sure how to get that break or what those next steps would be in responding to that challenge you're facing in your life or your relationships, let us help you discern that now and cultivate that receptive spirit that we've been talking about throughout the program so that you can hear God's voice, so that you can make a plan, so that you can gather the support you need and move forward in joy and confidence and the peace of the Holy Spirit. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-573. 7825 that's 877 573 
You know, one of the other things that we need to think about in the midst of all of this is, do you and somebody that you share your life with handle stress in two different ways? You know, if you and your spouse both handle stress differently, both of your stress is going to go even higher because you're not on the same page. You're not able to make a plan together. If you're figure, trying to figure out how do I get on the same page with this person. Well, and that's honestly, that's something that comes up a lot in marriage oh, counseling. So often. You know, where I, I, I can think of a handful of, of people that I'm, I, you know, I've worked with in the past who, you know, where the, where the, the one spouse feels like, you know, unless my, my mate is getting as upset as I am about this, then they're not taking it seriously. And, and their spouse is saying, well, but I'm not sure what the point is in getting that upset about it. And, and they, you know, and maybe they're not being, being, being as attentive to the problem as, as their mate, the spouse would like them to be. And then, that, and then the stressor becomes another stressor as you fight about how to handle the stress. Right. And especially if you're arguing about, you know, bills or how to raise the kids or what's going on in your life. That can cause even more stress for both of you and more problems for both of you. If you have a child who's just stressed, not handling school well, or you know, relationships with friends well, or whatever those things are, and they're becoming snappish, belligerent, cranky, slothful around the house because their stress is making them upset. And you're trying to figure out, how in the world do I deal with this? I get up, I get things done, I need them to come alongside of me, I'm stressed too, what in the world? All of this, when we share life with people, and all people experience stress, it can get complicated. Let us help you sort that out today and find God's grace and peace. If that sounds like a good thing, give us a call today on More to Life at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Of course, if you're listening to the podcast, you can also send us your questions via email. That address, questions at more2liferadio.com. That's with the number two, questions at more2liferadio.com. But we do like hearing your voice and being able to ask those follow-up questions. So give us a call, 877-573-7825, and tell us what challenges are you facing in your life or relationships that are stressing you out and making you feel a little bit like you're going to pieces. 877-573-7825. Well, Greg, Marie, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Indiana, sent us an email at questions at more2liferadio.com, and she said, I'm not feeling the grace in my life right now. Yesterday, I had to put my dog down. He was my world. I'm a single, divorced mom. My kids are grown. It's just me and my animals. Any advice from you, I'd love. I listen to you both every day. Thank you, Marie. We appreciate that you listen every day. We're glad to be part of your life, and I'm so sorry for your loss. That is so difficult and heartbreaking. It really is painful when we lose a pet, and I'm really sorry that you're going through that. Especially one that means so much to us, because obviously when you are living a life of a single person, at, at any point in your life, whether you're just starting out or, as you said, you've raised your kids, you're no longer married. We can just be so grateful to have wonderful animals in our life that give us comfort, that give us daily things that we do every day at the same time. You know, they have to be walked at this time and fed at this time and cuddled at that time and played with at that time. And it can all really give us um, a sense of guideposts in our life, purpose in our life, a connection in our life. 
And unfortunately, because of the very short lives of animals, we often deal with this pain. But Maria, I want to challenge you a little bit here, um, because you say that you know your 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 kids are grown and it's just you and your animals. Um, we were we are we are made for others. God makes us for others, and. I don't know of any kids, adult kids especially, who don't still want their mom involved in their lives in some way. Or if they don't, then there's a problem that needs to be worked out. And I will say, even in fractured families, every single child, and this is from years of counseling, years of being on the radio and talking to all these folks every single day, there is not a person on this planet that does not want a good, healed, holy, close relationship with their parents, even if their parents were very broken people, because we want that. So we need to accept the invitation to heal those problems well, and right. grow closer to each other. Because, I mean, in my head, I'm hearing certain listeners who call the show regularly and screaming and say, well, you know, I mean, my kids don't want to have anything to do with me. Yes, and it's okay. so painful. But... You know, even if that's the situation, there's still work to be done. My point, Marie, is that that you know, as 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 sad as this loss of your pet is, and I think there's is. also an invitation in this. Your pet shouldn't be your world. I know that's a, that can be a controversial thing to say in this in this time, but but, can, but we're not. Pets, our pets can be so much to us and a comfort and a, and a companion, but our whole world should never be exclusive of reaching out, growing, being with other people in some way, using our gifts to serve the whole world. It those are all vital parts of who God asks us to be. So I want you to I want to challenge you to pray about this, about how God wants you to respond to this grief. And specifically, I want you to pray about how God is calling you through this grief to look at your life and see how you could lead a more meaningful, intimate and virtuous life. Because those are the three qualities that an abundant life stands on. So meaningfulness means, how am I using my gifts and talents to make a difference in the lives of other people? How am I using my gifts and talents to respond to the challenges that I face? So that in, in, in everything that I'm doing, I'm, 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 doing I'm, make, I'm making a positive difference in some small way even. So how can I make a positive difference in someone's life today? Intimacy refers to the the uh, you know god's call to communion the fact that we are always called to enter into deeper relationship with people and sometimes that means setting boundaries on unhealthy relationships or being more vulnerable in healthy ways in, in healthy relationships but how could you make more connections with others whether that's your children or people in your parish or your community what can you do to invite more people into your life into your heart and share yourself with them thirdly um virtue how can I respond to the challenges I face in a way that enables me to grow into that more whole, healed, godly, grace-filled person that the Lord is calling me to be? Those are the three qualities that, um, that, that an abundant life rests on, meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue. The enemy to all of that is staying in our comfort zone. And I feel like you've created this very 
very small comfort zone that you're living in. You know, when you say it's just you and your animals, I mean, on the one hand, again, nothing wrong with animals, nothing wrong with pets. That's a beautiful thing that God has given us to give us comfort. And it's understandable when we've had our nuclear family move away from us for whatever the reasons are. That can often happen to many of us, but it's it's an invitation to grow a little bit. Well, and and when when somebody says my animals are my whole world, what they're what they're really saying is I'm afraid to open up. I'm afraid to open up to people. I'm afraid to open up to relationship. I'm afraid to open up to connection. And And when we've been hurt by people in the past, that's an understandable place to want to feel safe. It's truly a comfort zone that makes us feel safe. And unfortunately, as, as I was saying, because of the very short life of animals, we often get pushed out of that comfort zone because it's too brief and it's it's painful but god asks us to find him in the things that comfort us so that we can be strengthened to move out of that comfort a little bit know he's going to go with us and he's going to open doors to help us to grow and find more meaningfulness more intimacy in our lives a a stretching of our virtues in our lives so even Marie, if you're saying, hey, I'm just more comfortable with animals than I am with people. Well, one of the things you could do is actually go and volunteer at the animal shelter a couple of days a week. You'll meet people who also love animals. You'll be doing a good service for animals and the community because they need somebody to help take care of of, of animals that don't have homes. And you'll be making new relationships. You know, you're listening to us every single day. That means you're a woman of great faith if you're listening to your Catholic radio station every day. Can you get to your church for a women's group and just be there, even if you're silent for a few weeks and just begin to get comfortable and start to make a few relationships there. Find out how you can serve at the church a little bit more as you go through that. Really take to prayer, Lord, what do you want me to do with this loss? What are you saying to me in terms of where I should be going from here? Because he will guide you step by step to more. But please know we are with you in your pain, in in your sadness, in your feeling disjointed from your everyday right now. And we will be adding you to our More to Life prayer list. Absolutely. With that, it's time for our break. We need to look for our, toward our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Psalm 50, verse 15. And I called, a, I'm sorry, and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. Beautiful verse. Um, I want to focus on the piece that says, I, want, I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. Because again, going back to what we were talking about with Father Thomas Loya, uh, we have a tendency to think that God is delivering us if the problem goes away. But God has abandoned us if the problem is still here. And that's not the way it is. You know, God will sometimes deliver us from those problems, and there's nothing wrong with asking him to do that. You know, even Jesus said, Lord, if, this, if there's any other way, take this cup from me. So it's fine to say, Lord, please deliver me from this. Take this problem and this challenge away from me. But the other way that God delivers us is that he holds our hand and he counsels us on how to respond to the thing step by step. I've shared this story before, but you know, as a kid, I had terrible math anxiety, and I really just would freak out every time I'd have to sit down with my math homework. And I really wanted my parents to just deliver me from it by doing it for me, right? Um, but when I would cry at the table or I would say, I can't do it, you know, my, my mom or my dad would come over and they would sit next to me. 
and they would help me calm down, and then they would say, okay, well, read the problem out loud to me. All right, now what's the next step? What number do you write down first? Okay, now what do you do next? And they would coach me through it so that I could learn how to do the thing and feel proud of myself for gaining that mastery and over myself and over math, too. And in the same way, when God doesn't take that problem away from us immediately, he's not abandoning us. He's sitting down next to us at the table and saying, let's break this down and work through this together. And when we can adopt that receptive spirit that we've been talking about throughout the course of the program, that's where we can hear him say, all right, well, what's the first number you write down? Okay, what's the next process that you do? What's the next step? Let's look at the next step. And he delivers us that way too. So don't fall into the lie of thinking that just because the problem hasn't magically evaporated when you brought it to the Lord, that he's abandoned you and he's not going to deliver you. Maybe he's just taking a different approach to delivering you by sitting down next to you at the table helping you calm yourself down and break that problem down into small pieces so that he can show you how competent you really are through his grace. Well, what challenges are you facing in your life or relationships that are making you feel like, I can't do this, uh, and everything is just kind of going to pieces? Let us help you find faithful, grace-filled, effective answers to those challenges in your life. 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your questions about those things that are stressing you out. In just a minute, stick around. From Rome to your home, EWTN's Vatican Bureau lets you watch all of the important events from Rome, even if you don't have a TV. Using the latest technology, we've made it possible to watch the latest news from the Holy See, all delivered directly to your home. Watch live on EWTN YouTube and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. EWTN is the Global Catholic Network. It's been nine presidential elections that I've been on the air, and I've been watching Christians engage the culture around us. In almost every campaign year, candidates urge us to take back America. This is about as tired a phrase as you can find. And yet, with each election, the command to take back America reappears. We seem to think that America's problem that we have to correct is go back to a different idea of the budget or a different foreign policy or new regulatory reform. I'd argue that America's biggest problem is this act of idolatry that has allowed us to turn the emphasis on ordered liberty into a preoccupation with personal and individual autonomy. I'd go further and say that any attempt to take back America or make America great again that does not attack the idolatry of individual autonomy is doomed to failure. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. 
Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today's show is titled Going to Pieces. We talk about those challenges we face in our life or our relationships that make it feel like everything's kind of falling apart. I mean, they don't even have, they don't even have to be big things. It could be just the, the straw that broke the camel's back. But, you know, what is that thing you're facing in your life or relationships that, that's causing you to feel stressed out or burned out from having to deal with that difficult person or that persistent frustration? We're here for you at 877-573-7825. We're talking now with Jean, who's listening to EWTN Radio in New Jersey on Domestic Church Radio. Hi, Jean. Welcome to More to Life. Hi. I, Hi, Jean. It's so good to have you with us. Let, let me do this for you because your story is so intense. Let me just summarize what you told to our call screener so that you don't have to relive it on air, and then we'll talk about what you're, you're struggling with here. You were in an accident last week, a very bad one, that you needed to have the jaws of life to free you from the accident. Melissa says that you know you're you're banged up and you're thankful to be alive and you know it's a miracle but you're just not feeling very happy and you're feeling challenged by all of this. Is that a good summary? Yes, it's a miracle. I was an injured horse and I I I'm banged up and bruised and I'm in a lot of pain but I don't have anything broken. It's quite a miracle because a tree crashed into the cab of my little truck. And, wow! Um, oh my gosh! The metal. Well, so how can we help you, Jean? What 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 can we do for you today? I feel spiritually stuck because it was a miracle I got out. I nobody knows how I. I said they thought they were going to have to cut me out, but I had already gotten out. And they didn't know where I was. Oh wow! <laughs> so I, when you say you feel spiritually stuck, talk to talk to us about what that means for you right now. I should be rejoicing that I, I'm alive, that I'm just so upset. No. I'm overwhelmed. No. Yeah, well, no, no. sweetheart, yeah, of, of course, course you, are. you are. You had a traumatic event in your life. There will come a time if you continue to pray, I guarantee you, that you will feel a sense of God's peace and healing if you continue to take this to him. But you have to give yourself a chance to process the trauma of this, the the fear that went through it, the questions that come up with in your life, it's it's okay to not just immediately be, you know, dancing and singing praises unto the Lord. You are. You're affirming that on international radio and saying, you know, I know it's a miracle. I'm giving God credit for this. That is all good. That is a great first spiritual step. But you know what? If If one of my babies got hurt... But they made it through, you know, a bad fall and they were just scraped up and and came to me. I wouldn't be mad at them and say, don't you be upset. Just be grateful it wasn't worse. Oh, I cuddled them. I'd help them calm down. I would show them how to move on from the fear that they're feeling. And God loves you like a loving parent who does just want to hold you right now and help you through the shock of it all and the fear of it all so he can help you move on with the new knowledge that he miraculously moved in that situation and he was present. You know, as Christians, we often believe that um, that if we're going to be good Christians, the only thing we're allowed to feel is joy. 
the only thing we're allowed to feel is gratitude or happiness. That's a kind of emotional tyranny that the enemy wants to inflict on us. That doesn't come from the Holy Spirit. And it's also nowhere in the Bible. Yeah. Old Testament or New Testament, no, nowhere did God ever say, be 100% happy every moment of the day and night. You know, the, the only thing that God asks us is that whatever we are, happy, sad, scared, frustrated, confused, traumatized, whatever it is, that we bring it to him. You know, so Gene, I don't want you to, to to beat yourself up for not feeling as as grateful, quote unquote, as you should for having made it through this accident so miraculously. Yeah, there's no should here. Should is is really a word of the devil sometimes because it steals us from the moment of being with the Holy Spirit and allowing him in and blocks him and says, no, 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 I should be doing all this other stuff for you, God. No, all he asks is that we allow him to be close to us and walk us through it. So I, I want your prayer to be, you know, Lord, thank you for delivering me from that terrible situation. I am grateful, but I'm also shaken up and I'm, and I'm also a little rattled by all of it. And, and I need you to help me know how to respond to these feelings in a way that, that helps me put myself back together. Show me, Lord, how I can center myself in you, how I can reclaim that peace, and, and help me to be patient with myself while you show me how to do that. All right, Gene, so, so you're not being spiritually stuck. This is an invitation to allow God into the messier parts of your heart, um, the parts that are scared, the parts that are shaken up, the parts that you know, are doubtful or concerned or confused. This is not being spiritually stuck. This is an invitation from God to let that grace sink, sink more deeply into those messier parts of your heart. And, and God wants us to do that. Again, you know, this has been the theme throughout the program, and I'm going to repeat it for you, Gene, and, and for all of our listeners as we come into the final moments of the, of the show. Um, we do have this tendency to really believe that you know, God is present when things are going well, and he's absent when things are going poorly. Um, the reality is, in, in, our, in our Christian view of the world, the world has fallen. It's going to go poorly more often than not. In fact, it's supposed to go poorly all the time. The only reason it doesn't go poorly all the time is because of God's mercy. Now, that doesn't mean he's being unmerciful to us when things are going poorly. It just means that there are some situations that God can deliver us from, and there are other situations that we need to go through with the Lord. But one way or the other, he's still present, right? So if you're going through a stressful situation in your life or your relationships, God is still very much right there next to you. It's just that the stress and the screaming inside your own head is, is blocking the grace. And so take that deep breath, bring that stress to the Lord and say, okay, Lord, if you can take this thing away from me, please do. But if not, or while I'm waiting for you to take it away from me, show me step by step how to respond to it. What's the next thing I need to do to seek that deliverance that you're trying to give me, to seek that peace that you're asking me, that you want for me, to seek that solution that you have in your heart for me. Show me how to respond to this in a way that will glorify you, help me be my best self, and help me work for the good of the people around me. And you pray that every day until you are delivered. Because that's how God uses the circumstances of our lives to draw closer to us. And that's how God uses those circumstances of our lives to, to convince us to open up our heart as deeply as we need to to him. And not just think that he's there when things are going well and not there when things are stressful. 
Just know that God is bigger than any problem that you could face, and that if it's not going away immediately when you pray about it, that's not because you're a bad Christian, or that God doesn't love you, or he doesn't care, and he's not going to deliver you. He's just taking a different approach, where he wants to sit down with you, and break it down, and help you walk through it so that you can see how competent and powerful you really are through his grace. And if you need more support in figuring out how to do that, don't hesitate to reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life through God's grace. Whatever is stressing you out, let us help you find faithful answers at catholiccounselors.com. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.